The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 676. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap-Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a digital illustrator concentrating on moving image, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Kimothy Wu. Kimothy, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Well, hi, Sheena. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. So yes, as Sheena just said, I am a digital illustrator and a lot of my work's self-taught. So I didn't go to art school for anything. And it started during a time when I was experiencing depression as well as bulimia. And art to me was very therapeutic. And I really just began to draw just because it made me happy. And through the past five years... I have learned to make a career out of it, and it has been the best decision that I've ever made for myself. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Kimothy, what's your cultural background? My cultural background. So I am, I was born in South Africa and my parents are from Taiwan, but my mother is Japanese. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of culture there. And growing up in South Africa, I did go through that identity crisis that a lot of Asian Americans, I think, experience or Asians living in Western cultures experience. And so it took me a while to really recognize what parts of myself I see in both cultures. And so quite a bit of my artwork is influenced by all these cultures that I've experienced. The colors from South Africa, but then the the illustrative kind of motifs that you see in Asian art. But then also things that are like Taiwanese food or Japanese food. These things are things that I find very cozy and comfortable. And I love drawing them because I think it's telling a story that you don't really see that much of, at least not in Western culture. And so... I am the daughter of immigrants and growing up that was also a a big influence in how I carried myself because it's that very commonly heard narrative of my parents did give up a lot for my own life so that I could pursue my career and I really I think a lot of my work ethic is because of how hard they worked just so that I could live a very comfortable life when they didn't really Thanks for sharing that. And Kimothy, what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? So my favorite self-confidence quote is one by the Dalai Lama, actually. So it goes, I always consider myself personally one of 7 billion human beings, nothing special. So on that level, I have tried to make people aware that the ultimate source of happiness is simply a healthy body and a warm heart. To me, what really I've learned throughout the years. And as someone who's incredibly OCD, I'm a perfectionist. I always strive for the highest level that I can attain. And that's exactly why I developed depression. And that's exactly why I developed bulimia. I was striving so hard for that perfection. And if there's anything I've learned through art over the past five years of my life on this journey is that what matters the most is that mentally I'm okay and that my body is okay. Because if my body is running perfectly fine and mentally I'm perfectly fine, then that's when I create my best works. And that's when I'm also living the best life that I could. 
Thanks for sharing that. And I think people don't realize how connected our mind and body are. So and I, I'm glad you're able to mention that like when you are physically and mentally healthy, then that's when, you know, you can start, you know, your creativity, your creativity comes out, right? And it just naturally comes yeah. out because they're both aligned, aligned with your with your highest self. So I think sharing that was really great. So thanks again. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? Self-confidence to me is quite a, it's a very quiet feeling. I think commonly a lot of people associate self-confidence with a lot of bravado. And to me, it, it's more, I think a closer word to it would be contentment. Especially the way I think about it is that humans are inevitably flawed. And even though we always strive for perfection, and you see this in the media, you see this in movies, you see this in books, like there's that sense of just curated, being being curated. And self-confidence to me is this acceptance, an unshakable acceptance of everything that is flawed about you and the way you carry yourself in your life. I really think that it's this belief that you are unique and fascinating and incredible simply because of who you are and including all of those flaws. I really think that a lot of people think associate acceptance with, you know, defeat or giving up. And I don't think that's the case. I think acceptance is just this embracing of uncertainty of your circumstances and the situation that you find yourself in, in life as you try to discover what it is that you're supposed to do during a lifetime. Thanks for sharing that great definition. And Kimothy, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? A lot of my life was quite plain. The best way that I can describe it is that my days tended to blend together. And so time would go by really, really fast. But I had no, I had no passion, I had no boundaries, and I didn't really have any failures either. So it was all just cruising on a straight plane. And I was never really self-confident growing up. That's something that my parents always reminded me of is that growing up, they were always super worried about me because I physically slouched. And the more insecure I felt, the worse my slouch was. And to this day, I still have that issue where if I start to feel insecure, I just automatically begin to shrink myself. And I think the biggest thing that I've gotten from discovering a bit of self-confidence, because to this day, quite honestly, I'm still working on it, is that it's it's really a work of work in progress. And that, yeah, I, I think that it's just important that I be kind to myself, because I think most of us aren't, at least to yourself. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I think a lot of us feel like we live, we try to live on that straight plane that you mentioned, especially as Asian families, we tend to be programmed to live one certain way, not realizing that it's not for everybody. And that life is always full of ups and downs. And it will have, like you mentioned, we'll have failures. But you know, those failures are also learning lessons of life. And it teaches us how to be more confident and get ourselves back up. And you know, what was that point in your life when you realized, you know, you, you can do and be more be that person that you are today, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? I don't think I ever had one particular aha moment, but I would say that it was more a series of realizations that, hey, I can, I can do this. And it always, in the beginning, when I first started doing art, I would just share it to my own personal Instagram and people would comment on it. And I was surprised. So growing up, I don't think I was very 
I, I wasn't commonly exposed to a lot of encouragement and support. It's that typical sort of Asian parental love, I guess, tough love, where they don't, my parents never really gave me, at least verbally said, you know, you're doing so great. We're so proud of you. And when I started getting this encouragement, and I guess it sounds bad that I had to get that external validation, but it was so important for me because I realized that, oh, hey, this isn't just something that I think I could do well in. I think people, other people also believe in me and they were also strangers who I'd never met. And slowly over time, I would put myself out there. I'd put myself in contests or I'd apply for charity auctions and get my work and my work would be sold. And those little those little achievements, they add up. And so to me, those little goals and those little achievements completely were my support structure. And to this day, like at, at this point in my life, I don't think anything is impossible so long as I set my heart out for it and I really work hard. And that's the biggest lesson I've learned is that you take your baby steps. You don't set a goal that's too crazy because sometimes sometimes it doesn't work out. But also if it doesn't work out, it's also okay because you've achieved something on the way to like getting that big goal. And yeah, like my aha moment was more of a series of little ones, but they all added up to a really big change in my mentality towards a lot of things in life. Thanks for sharing that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, the little goals, the little achievements, because a lot of people feel like they have to take like this big step to build confidence and you don't have to, right? Like it's those small actionable steps, like you mentioned, yield that big result, that big change. And, you know, because of those, those little goals and realizations and achievements, what's your life been like now? My life now feels like there's a lot of opportunities out there. When I first started university, I had that mentality of almost boxing myself up down into like this little category that would define the rest of my life and how it would pan out. Nowadays, especially, I have this sort of thing that I tell people that after I left South Africa, which is where I grew up and I spent all my life until first year university, and after I left, that concept of home, a physical home, was something that disappeared with it. And nowadays, especially because my family is based in Taiwan and I'm in America, and then, you know, my, my parents are still in South Africa, I just go all over. And to me, it's like all the possibilities. I don't think of like, oh, I have to get a job in the United States. Oh, I have to get a job in Taiwan or anywhere. It's just there's endless possibilities of where I could go. Also, because I've been down this journey of I'm self-taught and I can actually make a career out of it and that being self-taught wasn't actually something that put me down. And so because of all that, I've just realized there's nothing wrong with at least trying. Like I could apply for a job in Germany at some other, you know, magazine as like an illustrator and maybe I'd get it or maybe I don't. But it's the opportunities and the desire to want to try even if it ends in failure. That's a huge difference, especially for someone like me where I'm incredibly careful. I've always been just a very cautious and careful person. It's a huge difference. Thanks for sharing that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, you were self-taught because a lot of people like when they want to start something, they just feel like they're never ready because they need the right schooling or the right time or the right resources. But, you know, you just did it because you wanted to and you just figured it out along the way. And yeah. I mean, look where it's gotten you now, right? And I think it's great to see it's great to see that, right? Because like you mentioned, anything is really possible and you're proof of it. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that. And to to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? To not think of self-confidence as a final destination. I do think of self-confidence as quite similarly tied to happiness. And so 
happiness, if you think about happiness as a goal or a destination, you do spend a lot of time chasing an expectation of what it should be. And sometimes the best part of learning to be self-confident is in the experiences that you encounter that help it grow or even maybe set it back. And so just personally speaking, I know that I'm someone who compares myself to everyone, other artists, other women, other people in my career. And I do find it to be incredibly harmful for being at peace with everything that is going on in my life. And so what I've learned is that by practicing self-awareness so that if I catch myself doubting my abilities or my own ability, like my own capabilities, which always happens, to stop and to pause and to just remind myself that, you know, I can kick ass in my own really awesome way. And it doesn't have to be on that extraordinary level that everybody wants to be. You know, it can be quiet and can go unnoticed, but I'm still doing really great for myself. And that in itself, I think, is a form of self-confidence. Thanks for sharing those great tips. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do or check out some of your artwork, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yes, so I am mostly active or mainly active on Instagram. I do have a Facebook, but I don't use it too much anymore. But I I have a bigger following there. (laughs) But I'm mostly active on Instagram. And I do have a website. So it is at www.kimothywooartworks.com. And my Instagram handle is kimothywooart. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Kimothy, you can also head on o- over to the thetaoofselfconfidence.com and search for Kimothy's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Kimothy today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Kimothy. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being able to talk to you and have had this opportunity to be on your show. Not a problem. It was really great having you on today. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Get your free self-talk tape for building self-confidence by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.